0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to welcome to Vitology Podcast. This is uh, brought to you by Emmanuel Faith, and uh, we're so glad to be here. This is my good friend Ryan Paulson. Ryan, how are you doing?
1: Josh, I'm good. I'm huh? just uh, sharing on my Facebook here that we're live. Oh, good, so, uh, good. I want people to know we had to. We're we're sort of like wrestling a wet eel as know, far as figuring out when we go live.
0: I know, and, and that yeah. is
1: not. Um, we're not trying to avoid you. No, uh, we are just trying to be the best pastors and employees and, and dads that we can be. So I've got a yeah.
0: I've got a Dodger hat on today. Um, I mean, this is I was raised in in LA County, raised in Pasadena, so I'm a Dodger fan. But we won't hold that against you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, I'm not an anti-Padre um, fan, to be clear. Like, yeah. I, I, I want them to win. I own a hat also, a, a Padre hat, so you don't need to buy me one. Um, um, but I don't have the new one with brown, so, you know, maybe. But I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but – um. Uh, my kid's actually on the Dodgers today. And okay, so as cool. soon as this, I'm gonna catch the end of his his game and uh, you know I'm coach my son coaching. At
1: seven. So yeah. here
0: we go. But it's been fun to hear from people and those of you out there who have mentioned this to me. I know some have talked to you as well, but um just how how much they love joining in. And so they would like us to to get a more normal time, which we will one day.
1: Yeah, we will and I, I, I think always be coaching uh, in a few weeks. We're gonna try try to do Yes. Not only a live um online show, but live like studio audience
0: show. That was which my drum roll, really by the way. Classy, really fun. Classy drum roll. That we yes, we're gonna invite you to come out on a Wednesday night. Yeah, and so um we've got to make sure schedules work for games and we things by that. Then, we should probably figure that out. But we are praying, we're hoping we will make this announcement official next week. Can't wait. Okay, but The second week of May is our hope to launch a live in-person time where uh, we're going to have, we're going to be here live on Facebook still. So if you don't want to come into the building, you're welcome to join us as always on Facebook. But then we're going to have a live audience as well. Yeah. And we'll be taking questions from both. From both. That'll be fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Some interaction online the way you always do and uh, interaction from the audience. I think it's going to be a blast.
1: So feel free. Uh, Dump us some of your questions in, yes. Uh, online. Yes. Uh, if you'd like, you can send us an email at questions at EFCC.org. Nothing right. is off limits. We love talking about the Bible, about theology, about culture, about what whatever you want us to talk about. Yeah. So uh, jump in and ask those questions, and we will do our best to give yep. an honest and biblically informed response. Syrup, lumberjacks, you know, all of it. We all can do it. it all. Let's all do it. All of the above.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> Uh, we've talked a little bit
0: about COVID and, uh, that's yeah. over now, right? Is, is COVID over? Yeah. Is that right? He's Lord.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not over ladies and gentlemen.
1: Um, we cannot declare that here, but it is easing, right? Yeah, I think We're it's, getting it, into news. You know, I, I, um, I, I read the newspaper online uh, on my app every morning yeah. and it's nice to see those arrows trending down yes. on, on a daily basis. Yes. And so praise God. I mean, it means that, um, more people are, are yes happy and that, that's good I, yeah. I i have i am half um
0: vaccined are inoculated vaccinated? that's not inoculated vaccinated thank you that's a better word <laughs> vaccinated i am half that vaccinated. means you only have for half a mask i do i do so, in fact that's that's, that's, that's all i have to wear now that's good um i know i got my first shot right a oh, little good. little okay. sore over there for a, a day or so but other than that, I was fine. Right on. I have not gotten mine
1: yet. You, no, no. But I haven't got I've, poked. I've been busy. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, so, a yeah, anyway, little bit. A little we bit. We've, we've done some things around here. We have. We had a big weekend. Yes, we so did. So those of you who were around, um, just a sweet weekend of uh, God's faithfulness, His presence with us. We met inside for the first time. First time uh, in, in 14 well, months? Uh, at least 13 months 13? from that building. So yeah, March yeah. March 12th. No. So March 15th was our first canceled service so so the 8th 8th 8th. would have been our last service and april 25 so So yeah almost 13 months yeah Yeah. wow yeah crazy so it was just it felt so good to be back together under uh one roof and yeah you know we we tried our best to make everybody feel as comfortable as possible so uh we didn't enforce the mask rule on the on the floor so but we also had a a mask zone in the um Balcony, and we had a number of people yeah. join us in the courtyard for service out there, and then still a few hundred online that were exactly. watching live. So, exactly, well, we've, we've never been
0: terribly um enforcers. It's one of those things when someone wants to come to church, we want them to come to church, yeah. And that's uh, that's, that's, that's really our attitude, it's always been our attitude, and so it's not like we've um kicked anyone out, um, but we do appreciate it, those people that and and our. The people that were up in the in the balcony, they appreciated when um, people wore masks. It just gives. I think it's a great middle ground to give people options. It is, and so our yeah, you know, downstairs, um, a lot of people. I saw them wearing masks. Some stayed yeah. masked the whole time. Some didn't, um,
1: and it was it was good. It was good.
0: It was really the highlight
1: sweet. of the weekend. Yeah. So here's the cool thing, you guys. So we. We spend a ton of, you know, time, energy, money, all that remodeling the worship center. Uh-huh. And I can't tell you how grateful I am that after all that happened and all that went into a relaunch, the thing that people have been talking about. What's that? The cross. The cross. All right. Okay. Well, did you so, notice
0: that that Seth is is here with us? Oh, no way. And so right I, on. That was a right perfect timing. On. Yes. I thought you saw that. No. But no. no, this is stuff Seth makes. And, uh, um, he was, he's on so, with us today. So, so Seth, cool. You want to say anything? Um, now's the time yeah. to post, but. Uh, oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just was such an encouragement to me that after all that work and all the energy and all the, oh, you yeah. know, you tried it at your best to make, to create something that people are going to yeah, love. Yeah. Um, I just loved that we were talking about the cross. the cross. Well, okay. So
0: if, if you were there, if you weren't go back and watch go back and watch the service. Um I believe I believe you can see the whole service still on YouTube at least. I'm
1: working with our comms team to Conf- make sure that making <laughs> that it gets sure it back up.
0: Yeah, th- we're all figuring out new ways of doing things now. These yeah. are much much better ways. Um oh my goodness, beautiful video and audio coming out of our system. That's all going online. Um it's all there now, but at least the sermon you'll be able to see the yeah, sermon. Yeah, yeah. And uh there's a part that this got me like I, I heard, you know, I've known the story. I've, I know Seth. I've known the story um, of the cross. I knew what we were doing with the cross. I even knew that they were making a video about the cross, but I hadn't seen the video mm-hmm. until I'm watching it live with other people. All right. And and that's just not fair. Yeah. Because that was a tearjerker. Seth, that was just mean of you to do. All right. Um, it <laughs> was made, awesome. You made oh. lots of people cry this weekend. And so thanks a lot, man. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good though. It was, man. So, it good. was so good. I'm joking. You know, and I'm joking. The,
1: but- you know, probably hundreds of hours that Seth put in. And but the way that it honored the past, pointed us towards our future. Yeah. And on top of that is a beautiful piece of art that will be at the center point yes. of our worship for the next who knows how many next, decades. These couple it's weeks. Just, my goodness. no no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that for a long yeah. time.
0: Long time. It's Seth just says awesome. Seth is, uh, so Seth also works on staff here. He says, <laughs> he says, uh, hurry, he, hurry. Talk about me. Is that what you want us to hurry or hurry? Get, get on with the topic, but he's, he's about to, um, go clean toilets and God bless this guy. I mean, he is, uh, he's a servant around here. Yeah, He big cleans cleaner. our, uh, our children's building. Um, he's on our maintenance team and here he is this, uh, this artist he does he does you know on the side he does this kind of work and stuff and so um i'm sure Seth, that you could throw up a website we'll post it for you but i'm sure it has something to do with stuff Seth Seth makes makes. that might even be the website itself and
1: uh i'm sure yes but anyway anyway it was a sweet day so good to be back inside it really was no
0: that that cross was the highlight yep um it was so it was a highlight in the in the message at least a it was a man it was it
1: really drove home it was sort of like I tried my best to like drop a breadcrumb in early total, on that eventually total. came back to and said, Okay, here you guys, this is this is what it's all about. I know.
0: And how did you know that uh that they would pull it off that well?
1: I didn't. <laughs> um I, I could go back and look at my text messages to see when I asked our comms team yeah. to film that video. Yeah. And um just, just so you know, I'm not that smart. Like I don't have <laughs> that i'm not that good well good of a planner just like oh yep this was the plan all along like Seth said it was his idea to use the pew wood um and it was initially sort of like a yeah that would be cool a cool way to tie in our past to our future and um but yeah it it was it so much of it was just god at work and that was the cool part about it. i know and i i've known seth for a long time as well and and
0: And Seth, um, I I just, you've never been emotional, so I wasn't expecting that. And so like, I don't, I just, that's not the side that, uh, that you see all that often of Seth. And so that it would just came together and, and it was, it was authentic and real. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that was powerful. Cause it was clear. It's not like you were trying to manipulate anybody. <laughs> you know no, I mean? It was just no. you. It was awesome. Yeah. So, so the, it was just his journey of thinking about uh, the the cross. So uh, the, the cross that he was making and where it's going to go. And it really brought together the, the past and the future, Yeah, which is a lot of what the,
1: this message was about. It, yeah. That just the, we, we called it the tension of transition. Mm-hmm. And, well, I wanted to try. So I, I I told our team earlier on that my original idea was, I'm just going to preach on what I would planned on preaching on, you yeah. know, um, I, <laughs> we're so we're inside. We're not outside. No big yeah. deal. Yeah. We and even th- did planning for you to do that. We did. And I mean, that was the plan up until was- Monday. You know, (laughs) that's right. That's right. Uh, and so, but that's sort of my personality, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm, I'm like, let's just keep going. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I'm a creature of habit. It's what I have planned to do. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's sort of how I try to manage, uh, you know, trying to keep a number of balls in the air at the same time. But I really got home Sunday night after worship the previous Sunday and just had this sense from the spirit like, you have to you have to step into this moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be a moment and you need to address it. And as I prayed through it, what I really felt like I needed to address was that there's going to be a lot of emotions around mm-hmm. transition, around change. And as great as I think the new worship center is, and just to be clear, I think it's great. Um, there's going to be some people that are lamenting and mm-hmm. grieving what was. yeah, And um and I just wanted to do my best to meet people in that space and to give freedom, right? So mm-hmm. that I didn't want people to feel like, gosh, I've got to love this. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want people to feel like I can't grieve what was. Mm-hmm. No, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, there's space for that in uh, not only in our church, but historic Christianity, being a follower of God. Like, And that was the cool part was as I really prayed through that, the Lord pointed me to um, – uh, Ezra chapter yeah. three, yeah, and the rebuilding of the second temple. Yeah,
0: and what a what a great analogy!
1: Here they were away from this a lot longer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they'd been they'd been away from, and it, I mean the fact their the temple was destroyed. Yep. Um, so there is a fully rebuilding project. We destroyed ours. Well. <laughs>
1: According to some, no, <laughs> no, in order to rebuild. I mean, we like had to, you, we had to, yeah, if yeah. you would have had a film crew in there, uh, you know, for the previous few months, you went, you would have gone, they're destroying there's, me. yeah, yeah,
0: there's no way it's coming back. There's but a demo crew, it does, I mean, it looks different, but the, you know, the bones, it's, it is still, it is still the same building. And there's some very key characteristics of the, there are. that are that are even highlighted now. Yeah. Um, which I, which I love, um, that, that, you know, I would say brings out, you know, brings it out and makes it more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, and yet I think you're you're wise to say that, um, well, because a lot gets put into a building, right? Um, And, and no one in our churches, like, you know, saying that that building is the church, right? Everyone, that's one of the things we've really learned well during COVID is that the church is the people. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so that's, that, that's, that's in a sense, one of the blessings of COVID has, has really driven that home reminded us, us of that. Yeah. Um, that it's gathering together in, as the people, but at the same time, there's something special about a building and that, that's always been that way
1: in a sense. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I, think of, um, even like a home, there's a feeling you get when you come totally. home. Absolutely. Uh, there's a feeling that you get when you go back and visit like your parents home you go, Oh gosh, there's a lot of memories here. Yes. And, yes. Um, and I think that you, you, lay on top of that that it's sacred space mm-hmm. you know it's space mm-hmm. where we cultivate time and focus to interact with god yeah. and god has met people in that mm-hmm. building for the last you know what was it 1970 something so yeah. 50 plus 50 years ish yeah. um and so anytime that is the case mm-hmm. yeah the the feel carries with it I, I would say more than just a nostalgia but a, a sense of like remembrance of God's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the way we, I think that that's why some songs are so yeah. moving for us. It's not just that we love the lyrics and the tune. Hmm. It's when we sing those songs, we remember the way that God has met us in that tune and lyric. Yeah, yeah. And it brings us back to that place, which yeah. adds layers of significance to us. You yeah. know? And I think the building... A building, any building that God meets you in, like a worship center or sanctuary, yeah, yeah it does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It does the exact same thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: So. Seriously with that hat, Rose. Thanks. Uh Greg, Greg is a diehard um Padre fan. Ah. And uh, and so you know, he's just I just gotta I just gotta point it out. Yes, seriously.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um you missed the beginning part my son is on the Dodgers also so I get to I get to wear it as we go to his game next but um but um you know Marilyn Marilyn's just saying thank you for helping us transition and appreciate what God may have been whispering uh, during our challenging isolation time and so mm-hmm. I think I think what she's getting at is that that this message kind of brought a good bookend to this whole, this whole time, not that it's not that it's fully over, but it was a it was a good way to to enter back into that sacred space. Yeah, recognizing that it's different, mm-hmm. um, but recognizing that there's that it's also the same, and
1: that 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 while some things change, some things don't. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, that was so that was, you know, Josh. I as a leader in this season we've tried our best to say, all right, guys, let's keep moving forward. We've God's got this. We're going to be faithful. Yep. We're meeting outside. And, you know, you sort of try to put on that like, um, (laughs) strong posture of like, yeah, we're good. God's got this. Yeah, I think it really hit me when I stood up there, um, on Sunday, just how much I've missed that Mm. and how it was different. And, and to be quite frank, this was the hardest 13 months I've had in ministry. I mean, just going, Lord, what, yeah. how are we going to, you know, I, I don't know how I'm going to sustain this pace. I don't know, God, what are you doing in our midst? Yeah. How are you shaping us, moving us, making us, molding us in the midst of all of this? And, oh, wow. So yeah. there was a sense of like a release valve in a, and to be able to feel all that, honestly, even yeah. with our congregation yeah. on Sunday, like struggling with maybe, or lamenting different types of things but things yeah. nonetheless you know? yeah so
0: was it weird not um getting to stop in the middle of your sermon and change the scene
1: yeah like have music <laughs> in between points. Have music
0: in between you know yeah 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 this is this was one of the first sermons just done you inside. know inside yeah have, i mean we've been preaching outside but for. without a pre-trial run you know oh, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yep. um we've been you know we've been for- filming them and uh you you then do you a, a few days you kind in of break it into the, scenes yeah so you, you kind of think through yeah. like you know how far should I
1: <laughs> but, the, yeah, then, but yeah the really cool thing Josh was afterwards I had a few people come up to me and I was thinking mostly corporate journey for our body yes, like this is yes. a a fairly Personal message for our church. Yeah. Right? Sure. Um, sure. But I had a number of people come up to me afterwards and who are contemplating moves and different things going on in their life. Mm-hmm. And they said, I just want you to know, that like, this message really spoke to us. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, praise God, because that wasn't really what I had in mind. But as I stepped back a little bit and looked at the journey of the passage and, um, and the way that God journeys with His people, I thought, well, yeah, any transition, this fits for any transition yeah, that a person is in.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, it 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 really fits in change overall, um, you know, because of course we've gone through this big change, um, but so many people are going through change. Yeah. In and, and, and sometimes, like you said, I mean, it uh, could be all sorts of different things. Um, and but change is one of those things we're going to deal with
1: that that, inevitable.
0: Is, that is inevitable. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I like the way, I like the way you put that, that, um, that it changes. It's part of life. It is. Um, I mean, goodness. I mean, and, and we don't have to like explain that a whole lot, right? <laughs> because everybody knows that, that things change. We have to update things, but we change. Um, we're all, we're all getting older and that's, that's it's true. Let's, let's not start there. But, um, but the truth is that, uh, everything's changing, but, but then you added, you added a, a part that,
1: um, that becomes optional. Yeah. And so tell us about, yeah, sort of my main idea was changes inevitable, but growth is optional. Okay. And, um, I, I was, as I was thinking about that in my preparation, I, I liked the way that I sort of attempted to give language to that and mm-hmm. phrase that, um, where I said something to the effect of the weight of change can either hold us down or it can catapult us forward. Hmm. And I sort of had this like yeah. image of like uh, a boulder coming down either on the other side of a catapult and changing us, launching us or like, crushing crushing. us the weight that way but we get to choose we get to choose the way that we interact with the weight of change Mm. and the weight of transition and it's not always easy but we get to choose whether or not we grow from it or Mm -hmm. whether or not Mm -hmm. we get stuck in it Mm -hmm. and i don't always grow from it i guess i just be honest you know i don't always choose growth um Mm -hmm. it was yeah. Transition is tough. Yeah. And so that,
0: that means that, um, I mean, so the growth, the growth is the, is the choice in this, in a sense. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I'm just trying to think of change that, that grows us a, a lot of change, <laughs> a lot of change. Um, I think of a lifespan of a, of, of a human. And I think of my kids, I've got a, I've got a, you know, a middle school or a couple middle schoolers and, you know, One's going through puberty. There's a lot of change going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of growth, though. Change. You get to a certain point in life, and everything, all the change, is kind of the other direction, yes. right? Unless you really work at it, yeah, right. You can still, you know, you can still grow muscles. You can still get faster, and yeah. all that stuff through life. It sometimes takes a little harder than it used to when we were 18, um, but you can grow. But it takes, it takes that effort. Whereas, like my, you know, my kids, our kids, they're growing and it's not like
1: they have to try too much right no. yeah, in fact that's... we're
0: trying to stop them from growing a little bit no no just kidding. not really right
1: just slow down but i do think that that the emotional growth the spiritual growth the that that yes. takes intentionality yes yes, yes.
0: That, that as adults in in anything i mean we have to we have we have to choose and it takes some work it does it takes some exercise it does even. um and so that's what's optional.
1: So, yeah, ancient and I church. wanted to yeah. suggest in the message that the ancient Israelite community and the establishment of the second temple yeah. was giving us a way, a blueprint in a sense through narrative mm-hmm. to follow, to say, what does this look like to in, to grow in the midst of change? And I suggested three things mm-hmm. that it, it really, in order to grow in the midst of change, we have to remember God's past faithfulness. Yep. Yeah. And that's what they do, right? When they lay the foundation, we have to process our emotions honestly, mm-hmm. and then we have to press forward in unity. Mm-hmm. And that's more of a corporate thing, but I think you could just say if you—if it's just you personally, got, you got keep. We got to keep moving forward because there is no rewind button on life. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah. that it doesn't go that direction. Yeah. It, and, Um, it's great to remember the past. It's great to celebrate the past. It's great to honor the past. It's terrible to live in the past. Yes, absolutely. And, um, I think that can hold a lot of people up. So those are the things. And I think of those, of those three, Josh, the one that really hit home for me. And I think our church community at large was this, um, being honest about emotions Mm -hmm. and, um, not ignoring them not being directed or driven by them mm-hmm. but acknowledging and naming them and saying you know that's okay it's okay that i feel that way absolutely
0: absolutely because uh, and and that that was i think freeing for people um and and i think it was it was also wise because we knew that people were not going to not going to love all the color choices yes yeah, some right? people weren't and some not, people were not like, some, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, some people were gonna love it. And, <laughs> Other
1: people were like, hmm. yeah, "Yeah," and some were like, "I hate it." Yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and and to be clear, um, my my guess is no, and I know for a fact that uh, not everybody loved the last time that this happened. Yeah, that's fact, true. I, I met with someone this week who uh, who told me that um, last time they did this, they <laughs> uh, they they made a bunch of choices. And, uh, and so this was, this was one of our, our faithful women in our church told me this. And, uh, she found out afterwards that, that, uh, the group of people that made all the decisions were all men. (laughs) Oh, and so she was actually asking, were there any, there were women on this team, right? And there absolutely were actually um, our main design, our main design. Exactly. Exactly. I told her that. And so, um, interestingly, she, back then she was kind of like, well, come on, guys, why didn't you, did you make all these choices and why so much mauve? A lot of (laughs) mauve. There was a lot of mauve. Now, she did tell me that that was kind of in back then. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, let's be honest, in 30 years, um, I'm guessing they'll make fun of some of our choices.
1: No doubt. (laughs) I don't know which ones yet, but... They will. Yeah, that's like these things are seasonal. They're temporary. Totally. They're designed to be changed every few decades. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless, like, I'm going to reference uh, Notre Dame this week. Yes. In my right. message, and it, unless you have something like that, right? That's unless like just that beautiful. iconic and yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And anyway, which so. you know,
0: like the the thing I could see lasting
1: in there is that
0: cross. Actually, yeah, I could see that. Um, too. I can see that too. Oh, a, sure. lot of, a lot of everything else will get used and need to be replaced yeah. or or get painted. Yep. That That's one of the nice things about this space is that it's it's more of a canvas. Yeah. And so you can, you know, there's not features in it that are stuck that way. That was intentional. And exactly. And that that's something that, that we always struggled with. Um, whenever we went to do a, uh, a Christmas concert of some sort, right, where we would want to decorate, there was a lot of there's a lot of pieces in our, in the old building and the way it was, that was difficult to work around. Yes. Um, and that's just a, that's what that's I'll say. This is, this is, this is great. And, um, you know what, if, if we really want to, in, in a few years, we could slap some more paint.
1: Yeah. And, Absolutely. and really change the thing. Yeah. But, but, um, i i do think that this emotion piece josh is really key for us as people because it seems to me and i could be wrong on this but that there are times when in a in the christian community the narrative or what it seems like what you're supposed to do is don't ignore your or, or don't not only don't be driven by your emotions but try your best to ignore them because what you need to focus on is facts not feelings and um, I would say that we cannot be fully human and healthy if we don't acknowledge our emotions mm. and just like we, we shouldn't be driven by them, yeah. but we, I think we have to acknowledge them oh, in absolutely. order to be healthy and whole.
0: Absolutely. Um, a, a professor of mine, um, in, in dealing with our, um, our, our spiritual life, knowing where we are, he would say this way, that, um, that emotions um, are great windows. They're windows into our soul. Now, mm-hmm. they're terrible leaders. Yeah. He'd say, this is, I've always remembered that, that we don't follow our emotions necessarily. So we don't, you don't always, just because you feel some way doesn't, is not always the best reason to just act on that feeling. Right. But it does tell you about what's going on in you mm-hmm. right and so those feelings of of you know maybe a dislike or sadness or or um i don't anger. know anger any of those things sorrow yeah. yeah those those feelings are great ways to stop and look inside mm-hmm. and say this is this is what's going on in me yeah now but those feelings are real they are and that that's that is maybe Oftentimes, the most real thing you can deal with yeah. is what's happening in you right now. Now, they don't mean that they're right. Correct. <laughs> don't always mean your feelings aren't always good, um, but they're—it's—it's
1: it's reality. It is. And you know, and uh, so if if you're li- listening or watching and going, well, is that biblical? Um, yes. Mm. So let me point to Jesus. Yeah, right? there you that's go. always the trump card (laughs) so jesus but in the garden when jesus is praying and right before um he's arrested and then subsequently crucified he prays and he says to his father i'm sorrowful even to the point of death Mm. and like so jesus experienced deep emotion and he was he he was able to name it and i think that's an important part of the journey right is to be able to say here is how I'm feeling yeah. and to not try to justify it or, um, even to like, feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't feel this way. Mm-hmm. I know I should be happy about this change, but I'm <laughs> not, but I gotta, you, you know, as if Jesus,
0: I need to just be happy about the cross, right? I'm going to go through torture and death. And yeah. I just should be
1: happy. Yeah. Right. Come on. I mean, I think there's a deep, like a deep sense of joy that's in him. Yeah. But but for the joy set before him, he endured endured the the cross. cross. But it was the joy was coming, right? It was like God, I I trust you in this, and I just love the way that he models that. Mm -hmm. He cries, he's sorrowful, he names it, and then he submits and he surrenders and he goes, "All right, Lord, you've heard it, yeah, and now I need to let it go." And that, that's when he's that for those listening and watching, that's when he says, not my will, but yours be done. Exactly. Right. And he, he's he says, okay, God, this is yours now. And mm-hmm. I want you to lead and guide as you mm-hmm. see fit.
0: Absolutely. And I, am you know, and this is, that's exactly, you're right. He, he didn't let that sorrow lead him. Right. And that it didn't, it didn't, you know, make him walk away. Yeah. Which, you know, it, the, even, and I don't know if the, I mean I, I would have to believe there's some sort of even fear in a sense, mm-hmm. right in a, in a healthy way because um, uh, not all <laughs> there's I mean take you have to have fear in order to have courage. It was courageous to enter and and to go to the cross right even even for Jesus and yet um, courage is is in the face of fear, not ignoring fear. Mm-hmm. that's wisdom. so there's there's definitely some some fear of t- future danger going on there. Yeah. And he didn't let that emotion lead. Right. Instead, I mean, he recognizes it. Yes. Points it out. In in a sense, it's claiming what is reality, mm-hmm. what is going on in his life, and uh, and I think that that's that had to be some of the strength that that allowed him to continue. Oh, most definitely.
1: And I don't know about you, Josh. I don't. Um, I, I'd be interested to know how you're wired in this. Mm-hmm. I am. Um uh in enneagram three and mm-hmm. one of the things I, as i was sort of reading about that and uh, you know i don't mm-hmm. put a ton of stock in things like that but one of the unique things about a three is that they're not aware of their own emotions uh, a yes. lot of the time and uh that's been part of my journey yeah is i i have gone uh, a number of times or somebody's asked me like well how are you feeling and like my honest answer is I don't know. I haven't thought about that. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, totally, totally. Uh, and that's part of me, like, just being like, like let's just keep going. Yeah. Let's keep yeah. going. We can do this. Let's do this. And so I need to carve out space. Yeah. And in, in quiet in order to sort of ask myself that question How am I feeling about yeah. this? And, um, even like the emotion wheel is helpful oh, yeah. for me like, like to go yeah how to, am I feeling <laughs> um okay good I've got some <laughs> options here right I remember a, a good friend of mine said I thought the only two emotions that I had were happy or mad yeah, happy. yeah. and uh, and and so it, for him it was a journey also to go okay how how do we start to give language to what's going on in our soul yeah. and like you said uh, not be driven by them but sort of use that as a like gauges on yes. um the dashboard of our car to exactly. say all right is, is there something going on in me that, that i need to address yeah. and talk to somebody about or get honest about or yeah. bring before god
0: yeah yeah um yeah mine i'm probably i'm i, I relate to that a lot um in that yet i'm a i'm a seven mm-hmm. okay which is kind of the the um always wanting I was wanting everyone else to have fun yeah so it's actually so there's this this wanting others to experience joy to be okay like so when when other people um have are are showing emotions and feelings that's when it's like i've got to fix that yeah i've got to make them feel
1: let's do something fun let's
0: do something fun (laughs) let's you know yeah uh, it's it's yeah but i get that and i think but it's not always about and not always it's not about me Right. So that's the part that I totally relate to. Yeah. uh, Is that, that stopping to think about how I'm doing when it's, I'm also like overly optimistic, like I'll be fine. I got this. No
1: problem. You know? And that's that. I totally relate to that. So I think whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Enneagram or strength finders or, you know, spiritual gift assessment, whatever. I think it's important to try to figure out how you're wired. And um, because, you do have emotions. The most dangerous ones are the ones you can't name and won't acknowledge. Absolutely. Those are the ones. And one of my fears, Josh, going into Sunday was if we didn't talk about that a little bit, Mm -hmm. that those little seeds could start to develop in our soul that eventually grow into bitterness and division. Right. Mm -hmm. But as we talk about them, at least we give language to them and we can point at it and go, okay, that's there. Mm -hmm. God, will you help me deal with that in a healthy way? I, I won't, Claim to acknowledge that or claim to know exactly what that is, but you do. And so I'm just gonna bring it to you. Yes. And that that's what I love. I love about that.
0: In fact, um Carolyn mentions um how about the Psalms? Um, and I think she's 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 uh, right on yeah. with us here because because the Psalms are highly emotional. Very um tons of emotion. Sometimes sometimes emotions that I go, I think to myself, Oh, you can't say that to God? Yeah, <laughs> right? And it certainly shouldn't be in scripture. You, <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't say that. And so she says so honest about feelings, but always um, they always come back to God. And yeah. and they're at, at least they're bringing them to God, right? There's there are a few that I think, oh, there's not a there's not a good ending to this. Yeah. Um why like I, why are you saying it that way? But but that's the key, Carolyn. I think you're exactly right. They they felt like that their emotions, that, that they that God was a safe place for them to bring their emotions. Mm-hmm. And and so safe that that other people um, related to those prayers, yeah, and those songs, and so that they collected those, right? That those 150 are not the only 150 psalms that were written. Um, there were others. Um, yet those were ones that were so valuable, even the highly emotional ones, even the ones that are um that are downright. Sometimes just over the top emotional. Right? Yeah. Um, that's a place that we can
1: bring to God. He's a safe place yes. for that. Yeah, the um, the psalms of lament. Of lament. Oh um, my goodness. I think there's roughly 40 at least. Yes. Um, imprecatory psalms, like like psalms where um the author is saying, Hey God, uh, what I'd really like you to do is hurt these people. Yes. And but but the beautiful thing about that is what they're they're naming what's in there right yeah. what's in their soul they're bringing it to God and they're saying God if you'd like suggestions here's what I'd like to see happen yeah if we could kill them that'd be great right <laughs> yeah, yeah um they're they're naming it bringing it to God giving Him their suggestions but in the end typically it's a release of God, you're God, I'm not, Yep. and I'm trusting you with this, but I'm not holding it anymore. I think that's what the imprecatory Psalms are all about. It's a release of anger to God saying, I'm not going to hold this anymore. Now you're holding it and you have to decide what you're going to do. with it. I
0: love it. That's what Gwen is saying. Almost exact same thing. Sometimes God waits for us to name things. And when we do, that's when he he acts upon in a sense. Like, you know, as if to say, um, that's part of, that's part of, uh, he's just waiting for us to, 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 to recognize that, that, uh, that he's there or that, that he, he can take it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I found so powerful in dealing with people that are, that are going through like a, a change, like a death mm-hmm. in their, you know, in their family, the death of a spouse, um, giving them freedom to take their, their anger. Um, take that pain, that frustration with mm-hmm. the way the world works, and take it to God. Yeah, and and say, God, this is, and ask the same questions that the Psalms ask: Why, God? Right. How long are you going to make me do this? Yep. How long am I going to be lonely? I mean, all those things. Those why are, do
1: the wicked
0: prosper? Why exactly? Become. Those are yeah. Bible questions. Mm-hmm. Those are questions we're encouraged to pray. Uh, and I think that's that's so powerful. And what it's doing is recognizing what's it's in our emotions, yeah, and it and we can't move forward unless we do that, yeah uh,
1: um pastor and author named Pete Scazzaro has written a number of books on emotionally healthy, so emotionally healthy spirituality, discipleship, church, leadership, relationships, etc. But one of his phrases that, and and quotes that just caught me josh is um he says it's impossible to be spiritually healthy while yeah. being emotionally unhealthy yeah yeah and so i think if we try to sort of um like compartmentalize our life and say well you know the emotions are one thing but i'm really just going to focus in on my spiritual life mm-hmm. and i i think that we miss out on mm-hmm. a whole more holistic transformation that god wants to bring to us yeah Oh, I
0: completely agree with you
1: there. So I'd commend the those books yeah. to people if you're interested in sort of diving into that a little bit more it, um, from a, a secular point of view. There's um, emotional intelligence and mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. work, but mm-hmm. I really think Pete Scazzaro's work with emotionally yeah. healthy emotionally. is really really good. Yeah,
0: that's emotionally healthy spirituality. We're reading it as a staff. Yep, and and uh, we we you know we spend a little bit of time each week. Um, we sit down with a group and talk through it. It's really, really good to to talk about it in a group, um, and uh, yeah, really, really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, that's a like a once a year read through for me. Like, yeah, I just I have to. That's great. And just because of the way I'm programmed. That's yeah, just, I have to do it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And and so here's the thing, though. I think uh, we we are people who um, a lot of what we think about is based in the past, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we talk about the past. There, there's a, a the book, right? This this book that we read isn't, sometimes this called this the Bible. New. It's not new. No, it's quite old. It happened a long time ago. Um, so we're people who talk about the past, the past. Um, but we're also people who have a hope for the future. Yeah. And so, um, I, I you know, I hear I hear a lot of people kind of talk about like a um, a heaven mindset or like a a future mindset that we need to be there. And and yet those are of course those are all a part of this whole thing and yet what you're saying is that there's there's something um there's something even more valuable and important that is going on right now that we've got to deal with reality in Mm -hmm. a sense um it's going to be grounded in god's faithfulness in the past yeah right we know um, who god is going to be for us today because of what he's done in yeah. the past. Yep. And yes, we're going to have a hope for the future, but we don't live in either of those two places.
1: Right. We live now. We live now. Yeah. 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 We 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 see God's faithfulness in the past. We're confident in God's character. And mm-hmm. so we have hope for the future, but we live in the present. And I think that's really important. We have to live in the present. Yeah. That's the only place we can live. Um, some have also said it's the only place we meet with God. Exactly is in the present. It's now. Exactly. That's a uh,
0: C.S. Lewis in in the uh, Screw Tape letters, and I'm gonna. I don't have the quote in front of me directly, but um, so the Screw Tape Screw Tape is. Oh, sorry, Wormwood is trying to teach Screw Tape, or did I get that wrong? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah okay. Is.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's right. there's two two
0: demons, devils. Right C.S. Lewis calls them right. Um, and uh, one is Screw Tape, one is Wormwood, and I'm mixing up which is which. But one is the senior devil. Yeah. And he's he's got an apprentice, and it's it is an amazing book. Um, one of the things he says is that try to get your person because this devil has a, a human a that is tempting a mark. Right. Yeah. That's right. He says try to get them to to live in the past. Yeah. Or live in the future. Um, Now he says the past is dangerous because it's dealing with reality, right? And so it's Uh dealing with something that's happened, but you can, he says, you can get people like caught up in all sorts of things. If they fully live in the past, if they hope for things to go back to the past, Mm. because then they're hoping for something that never can be. Um, It's dangerous in the past, but he says, if anything, try to get them to live in the future. Hmm. That the future is the least like reality, he says. He says that wow, it, it's it is the furthest from reality because it doesn't exist yet. But then he says this great line that 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 uh that the eternal rays, the, the present is full of eternal rays. That mm. is the present is where eternity touches. Ooh. And it only touches present right now, right now, where we're wow. dealing
1: and I just, what I love it. Line.
0: He's kind of saying, like, he's telling the tempter to avoid the present. So, you know, as you read it, you're always reading it backwards, yes, and recognizing that what he's saying is that, as Christians, we need to live in the present, mm-hmm. in reality. Oh, and I think I love that. That's even because I, yeah. I love your your definition of discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, There's kind of a, or one of the many definitions yeah. of discipleship, right? Is yes, is is uh, living. Um aligning our lives with reality. Yeah.
1: With reality. And that's just out of John chapter eight, right? Where Jesus says, You shall know the truth or reality Mm -hmm. and it shall set you free. Mm -hmm. If you abide in my word, follow Mm -hmm. my commands. Yeah. You'll know the truth. Yeah. That's
0: great. Uh, That's really cool. And so that that's really what this, I mean, that's really what this was about. That that we're processing those emotions, but but with with hope for totally. Pressing on toward the future. And that's different than living in the future. OK, mm-hmm. so so or or like um, what this was worried about is that we're just so um, up uh, thinking about what what could be maybe down the road instead of pressing into the future. Right. Because that's a, that's a biblical concept yes. of of moving forward into it, of taking people along and taking the steps towards the future. Yep, that's really living in the present with an eye to the future. Yeah. Right.
1: And I think, and one of the things that I wanted to hit on, and this isn't as applicable for like individuals maybe, Mm -hmm. um, or maybe it is maybe with couples as they're looking at like a move or a change or Mm -hmm. transition, they may be in very different spots. But I was struck by the fact that, that these Israelites are in different spots with emotion regarding change. So some are shouting for joy (laughs) and some Mm -hmm. are weeping and, um, and yet the text seems to suggest that both of these parties are building together like in the next verse yeah and so their emotions around change didn't determine their unity moving forward that is so cool and i thought what a great challenge for a church that's going through a number of different changes mm-hmm. that we would be people who man we're honest about our emotions and yet we also realize whether we love the space or hate the space Mm. it's what we have right now Mm -hmm. you know and whether we love the last 13 months or hate the last 13 months we're moving into a different season now Mm -hmm. and and we can move into it together even if we don't feel the same way about it Mm -hmm. and i think a shallow spirituality says you have to feel the same way in order Mm. to move forward
0: together yeah or even worse you have to feel like me yeah Yeah, you know right because that that's and that, I think that's one of those signs of of, uh, of poor leadership or leadership without a vision for the future, in a sense. Because if your vision is like just be like me, yeah, <laughs> um, that's gonna be well, a, it's gonna be a very small church. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: right. I mean, very limiting. Um, very limiting, right? Um, uh, and and not a not a place that uh, that that has the variety. Of of Jesus, right? And 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 that's that is one of the interesting things is there was some, you know, their leadership had some freedom in that mm-hmm. back then. I mean, they didn't like chastise the people that were weeping. No, I mean, apparently not. Um, they didn't, you know, they didn't say, well, like, yeah, then why don't you go back to <laughs> Syria or whatever, <laughs> where, where are they going? Yeah, from? yeah.
1: yeah. Um, uh, this is they they incorporate them. They did. And I think that probably was a healing balm for their community. Mm-hmm. I think that project the project together, right? Mm-hmm. Is one of the things that unites a community. I'm always reminded that the mission of the church preceded the church, right? So yeah. we always I, I think we mm-hmm. we think let's develop a community and then let's send them on mission. And I've seen community develop best mm-hmm. through groups that are on mission together. Yes. Rather than trying to sort of artificially create the community and then come up with a mission, it's no, here's the mission and let's, oh, oh, there's other people going along. Great. Like we're united and bonded together in that because of the mission. And I think that's the way the church is most healthy. Yeah. yeah. And it allows us to let go of some of the things that we may say are secondary and focus on the things that are most important.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And And, you know, and that's where, I mean, look, I think it's, it's a great challenge because um, we're, we're at a point where um, we're able to pursue our mission
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the ways that we're used to, right? Okay, COVID didn't stop the mission of Jesus, right? No. And and the mission of the, of his church, and and ever since we've been we've been pushing into that in unique ways. But uh, but there's <laughs> we're opening back up. There are uh, there are places for you to serve, and and what you said just there reminded me of the beauty of of serving on the team of youth ministry back when college ministry, Mm -hmm. those those people, when you gathered around a bunch of people that cared about reaching youth or reaching whatever that was, that was the best community ever. Right. Um, Because we've done it all where we've kind of joined a small group um, that you didn't really know. And that can be great community, Yeah, but there's something powerful about joining with a group of other people that are working in children's ministry, uh, you know, that are, are, um, working in outreach, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of those opportunities right now, um, to, to join in, um, here at the church, wherever you are. Um, we'd love to talk to you about that. we yeah. just had a rally day.
1: Yeah. That was um, awesome.
0: Yeah. Had a bunch of people signing up, but there's more Yeah, and there's more. And so if anybody, Um, wants to get involved somehow i mean you could get involved even online these days you don't even have to come here right there's ways to serve um from your home that is reaching out and helping people yeah and so you can you can contact us let us know we would love to do that um but back to our topic gwen points out a great point there that sometimes it's important to visit the past so that you can live more fully in the now and have a better future love that that's great yep So true. You visit it. You're thinking, you know, and and that's that, that you praise God for this faithfulness, even in the hard times. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I think maybe there's a reframing of, of the past in a sense. There
1: is. That's what struck me. And that wasn't quite even in my notes, but as I was preaching it, I'm going, gosh, there's 70 years of frustration, probably questions. Yeah. Like, like, Wondering, God, where were you when? And when they start to lay the foundation, it's you have been good (laughs) and you have been loving. And you wonder, like, if you were to parachute into one of their days over those 70 years, would they have seen that in the day? Would that have been the testimony that day? But looking back over the landscape, they go, no, you have. In the twists and the turns, you have been faithful and good, oh, yeah, Tov and Chesed and I said, I know, yeah,
0: that was, oh. my, that was one of my favorite lines. Of the <laughs> you had everybody say Chesed, which you've got to say it's guttural, it is said. guttural. And, and then he said, I probably should have had you put your mask on for that, <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, I, I was, I was cracking that's on nice, that. Nice. <laughs> um, but, but that's that. That's I looking back because you're right. I mean, that's that's those are the times. Wouldn't that be when I mean, like a lot of like lamentations, kind of would have been written in that, at least Mm -hmm. in similar in similar times. Yeah. In fact, I think it was. Yeah. So these are times when when those um, when people are are not going through the best
1: of times. Yeah. But I love that we don't have to choose between lament and joy. Yeah. That they can coexist um, in a community and probably in our own life too. Right. That, um, and that we can see God's love and faithfulness and lament at the same time.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that that's what a lot of people go through, that they've gone through tough things. And those, those things, we're not saying that all of a sudden it's just better. Um, it's not reframing in saying that like what something that was really bad and hurt you is now good. No, no, no. Um, it's not, but it's seeing God, in that. Now, that, that was, that was the point is to, is to, to notice God's faithfulness. Yeah. That's a good clarification. That. Um, and that, I think that's, that's what makes this really powerful. I'm going to type in here. Um, Poncho's asking for the name of that book. I should have just added it in the comments, but this is emotionally,
1: I don't know how to spell emotionally. Sorry. I'm going to type it in the back in the book and spell check is going to help me. Emotionally um, healthy spirituality. It's by Pete Scazzaro. And I think he's written I don't know, maybe six or eight books on the subject of emotional health, each from a little bit of a different angle. That would be the one that where I would start, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality.
0: Oh, Ryan, if you had to spell spell Scazzaro. Two Zs. Two Zs.
1: Zs. Hey, this is going to make some wonderful podcasting right here.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, as we spell... A random name, ladies random and gentlemen. Name. Here we go. So, this is uh, emotionally healthy spirituality. You can find that, but Pete Skazaro, yep, that must have been a bummer name to have as a kid. I don't
1: know, yeah, I don't know, depends on where you grow up, I maybe,
0: guess. <laughs> maybe not, but that I, you know, hey, uh, yeah, um, but, um, but it's a great book, and maybe that's why. He is so emotionally healthy now because he, he, you know, as a kid he was tortured in the past. He didn't talk about that at all. That's just uh, silly. that's hilarious. Um, all right, <laughs> silliness. A... Well, um, you know, <laughs> well, hey, Carolyn, thanks so much. She's her words, not mine. Vitality expands our Lord's community people from other places
1: like me. Well, thank you, Carolyn. Carolyn. I Carolyn. love you. So good to. Have you interacting with us? In? Carolyn's coming in from Colorado. From Colorado, yeah. oh, so it's glad. So good to have you. I'm so glad. Well, we love doing this. We do. And, uh, and thanks I'm, for commenting, you guys. Yeah, I know. I know. Those who commented throughout. We love that interaction, and so thank and, you. And we would love it if uh, this weekend, as
0: you as you listen, okay, as as we as we talk about going back to this not so normal, yeah. um, not so new. Yeah. Um, because um, I, I love that. Uh, we're going to be looking at acts. I'd love it. If you be, if you're thinking about what are the questions, what are things that you want to dive in deeper? Like what's something you'd like, you'd like a few more sentences or maybe a whole other sermon about, okay. Those are the questions we'd love, love to hear. And they can be critical. They can be, um, you know, not of the preaching because of course it's, it's fabulous, but, um, but they can be like, um, you know, oh,
1: okay. So I'm going to talk so a little bit about okay. civil disobedience this week and what how, okay. how do we do that well and when mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm gonna talk about the early churches' priorities and what when they had a platform what did they talk about they didn't talk about everything mm-hmm. um i was even struck by the fact that they um they didn't really even try to defend the bible yeah. they didn't engage too much in like current social or political issues. And there were a number of them that they could have, right? Goodness. And maybe they did at other times and we just, they just didn't make scripture. Um, I, I'm going to talk about like, what does it look like to be a community that balances and holds intention without trying to resolve the tension of doing good and proclaiming the gospel? Mm. Like, what does that look like in our day and mm. our time? But my hope is that the whole thing, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, applies to you. And that um, the, the big thing we're wrestling with this weekend is what does it look like to have influence even when you don't have power?
0: Oof.
1: So this is this is going to be a fun conversation to talk through. Yeah, I, 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 think, I can't wait.
0: Oh, I, I think there's going to be a lot to go through. So um, I want you to be thinking about those questions and what you'd like to know a little bit more about. And, uh, and we'll be seeing next, you next week. Um, we won't be doing this on Wednesday night again next week, uh, because that's our prayer time. Prayer so first, 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 Wednesday prayer. first Wednesday prayer. And so if you're, if you're around, if you're local, come on over. Um, we're going to be here. We'll be in the chapel. Yep. I believe, um, we'll be in the chapel. We'll be, uh, praying together. Um, every first Wednesday. And so um, that'll be great. We, we will find a time and we will try to let you know a few days in advance on the Facebook. A few hours and, in so, advance. and sometimes we'll change that a few hours in that day, which I'm sorry we did that today. But but um, we're, we love doing this. We love your interaction. And we're so thankful for uh, those of you who stop us through in the, in the you know at church or or write us notes and um we really appreciate it. and we're so glad that this can be of value to you because I know it is uh, for me as well
1: so me right. too Josh yeah thanks thank,
0: man thank you and everybody have a great day yeah god bless you guys